Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right, all right. This is Elder G. Bazaar. This is Elder G. Bazaar coming to you from Warren, Ohio, Watchman on the Wall, Watchman on the Wall, End Time Global Link Ministry. Good evening, good afternoon, and we hope after I get through I can say good night and wake up in the morning on fire for the Lord. Thank you for listening in, those that have their radios on. I thank you very much for your attendance, amen, and being on with me today and listening to the Word of God. So glad that you're able to come on in here, and we're going to talk about what? Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Why? Because that's the name that's above every name. That's the name that every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to fess. Amen. I hope Brother Brother Kemp Jackson is supposed to come on with me tonight. I hope he come on in here and we can get right, right down to whatever we have to get down to to let you know to prepare yourself. Amen. Prepare yourself for 2024. We're in going into the third month of 2024, which is the month amen, that has closed out, and we celebrate Black History Month, amen, and we're going to go on and carry the gospel on for your sake, so for salvation of your soul. Before we get into the word, let's bow our heads, eternal Father. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, for this uh, 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 love that you have for us through your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for giving us the strength to come out tonight, listen to your word, because it's coming from your word. We ask you to use my lips to play, that I may break the word of life and give somebody a hope through Jesus Christ. The only hope we have, the only hope we have is through your son, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, God Almighty in the flesh. And that's the gospel story, his burial, his death, and his resurrection. Amen. Gives each and every soul an opportunity to come to him and receive eternal life. Amen. Amen. This is Elder Bazaar. This is the Watchman on the Wall. This is a radio ministry that has been on for the last 10 years. Amen. I've been uh, every Sunday in the afternoon. I've been on. I've been on and preaching this gospel for 58 years, that Jesus Christ is coming back. And I guess to some people it sounds like a broken record, but it's not broken. Amen. It's not broken. Christ is coming back. And the world can see it, the world can feel it, the world can hear it, and the world can taste it of all what's going on in our world today. It is in the shambles. The world is in the shambles. But we thank God for Jesus Christ because he's going to save those out of this year turmoil that's going on in the world. Amen. What we're talking about tonight, we're talking about what? The Antichrist. The Antichrist. What is the Antichrist? There are many Antichrists. There are many Antichrists, but there's only one Antichrist. And this Antichrist is found in the book of Daniel. In the book of Daniel, we can find the Antichrist. 
We can find out what country's coming from. We can find out where he's at right now. We can find out how long by he's been here. Find out how long he's been uh, uh, when he was born. We want to find out who his father was and where was he and who is he and where is he now. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about it coming from the word of God, coming from the book of Daniel, the book of Daniel in the seventh chapter. In the seventh chapter, the 25th verse, let's see what we can find in the 25th verse of the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel, seventh chapter. Oh, yes, my brother. There's my brother. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, man. Amen. I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much for coming on in tonight. Amen. I'm going to get it started off. Amen. Out of the book of Daniel. This is Brother um, brother Tim Jackson out of uh, LeBuck, Texas. He's been with me for the last 10 years, uh, almost 10 years on radio. Amen. That's the only way we can get to the the, the public or the church folks or those that go to church and those that go to church because what we preach, we preach the whole Bible, the B-I-B-L-E. We don't shun. We don't shuck and jive with it. We let you know exactly what's going on in the world today because the world seems like they don't know what's going on. So God has given us a commission. He gave me a commission. He gave Brother Jackson a commission to preach the gospel. And we don't preach it for a good while in the last uh, last 10 years. I know he's been preaching for about 27 years. I've been preaching the gospel for 58 years. And guess what? Amen. I go over and over and over every time. I make repeats. And this, this, I, I'm a, what I'm preaching about tonight and what we're going to talk about tonight we have done it before, and we're going to do it again until Jesus comes. But we ain't got too much longer. It's too short. The day is far spent. Man. All right, all right, all right. Brother Jackson, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it off a little bit for you, and then I'm going to hand it over to you. Amen. I'm going to kick it. All right. Praise, uh, praise God. Praise Amen. God. I know, I'm going to let you relax a little bit and get you stirred up a little bit, and uh, you can come on after I get through. Seventh chapter. We're going to the seventh chapter of of Daniel, the book of Daniel. Amen. Let's see what Daniel has to say. Seventh chapter. We're going to the eighth verse in the book of Daniel. And after we don't cover uh, uh, the four beasts, we go down to the last beast, which is called the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire is the last kingdom upon the earth, and it, it was started in 303 B.C., and it was destroyed in four, let's see, it was destroyed in 476 A.D. 476 A.D., it was eliminated. In other words, it was destroyed by uh, uh, the fall of the Roman government because Rome had become so corrupt that God brought judgment upon Rome. And that was after Rome had persecuted the Jews and almost wiped out the Jewish race. But so about 476 A.D., Rome was done. But now, since we have crossed over onto A.D., Rome is is already in a revival. Now, I'm not talking about a spiritual revival, but I'm talking about a revival to be revived again. 
is in, in the making right now to be revived again, which is the fallen Roman Empire being reestablished. And in, in the modern-day terminology, it is called the New World Government or the One World Government. Amen. It is called the Beast with the Ten Horns. It is called the, the, the New World Order. And so now Amen. the nations of the world is preparing for a New World Order in which the Antichrist will arrive. He will arrive out of obscurity. And the world today, listen to what I'm saying. The world today is living in obscurity. It is a messed up society. Our society is messed up. I ain't talking about just messed up. I'm talking about messed up because the world has turned from the almighty God. The world has turned from the almighty God and serving all kind of different other gods that are really, they're worshiping evil spirits. They're worshiping the devil. They're worshiping Nephilim. They're worshiping fallen angels. They're worshiping demons and devils and cohorts. They're worshiping wicked, listen to me, wicked spirits are in control of our society today because the Bible says in the second chapter of Corinthians, I think, the fourth chapter, just just let me look over there in a little bit in the fourth chapter of, I think it's second Corinthians, and I'm going to let you see. Who is in control of our society today? Amen. We're just going to read it for you because I believe in giving you information and not just talking off the top of my head. Amen. In the fourth chapter, let's see now. Fourth chapter, let's see if it's in second Corinthians. Yeah, let's see. Fourth chapter. Uh, It might be in first Corinthians. Ooh, let me see. First Corinthians. Fourth chapter. Fourth chapter. Oof, oof, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let me get it, let me get it. Fourth chapter. Oof. Ooh. Praise God from whom all best blessings flow. Let's see. Fourth chapter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The most high God. Amen, brother. Amen. Let me see. Fourth, is that? Man, Lord Jesus. Fourth chapter, come on. Fourth chapter. Second Corinthians. Fourth. Okay, here we go. Thank you, Jesus. Fourth chapter of Second Corinthians. Fourth chapter, Second Corinthians. It says this. In whom? The God. Who? The God of this world. Who is the God of this world? Who rules humanity now? Satan. Satan rules the modern-day society. He rules it. And he says, In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe least the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, to shine unto them. So what I'm trying to tell you, the devil, the the, the Beelzebubs, and, and, and the, the Luciferians, and the the, the 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 demons of hell have been set loose, and now they are the prince power of the air. They rule the air. They rule first and second heaven. That's where they are now. And they are roaming through the earth. 
And you can see the devil working every day, every war that's going on today, every killing, every murder, every rape. Satan is raping the world over. And the reason why he's raping the world over, because he's the God of this age. And since he's the God of this age and mankind is going subject to the devil, they're, they're, they're following Satan. They're doing what Satan does. And Satan don't do nothing but rob, steal, and destroy. He's a murderer. He's a liar. He's a backbiter. He's a whoremonger. He's a Luciferian. He is a homosexual. That's what he is. That's what he is. And if, if he's then he'll make, he'll make mankind a homosexual. He'll make a woman right. a lesbianism. He'll go incest. He'll wife swap. He'll Come commit adultery. This is nothing but Satan working, killing, murdering, wars, earthquakes, pestilence, and famine. And the world is in a topsy-turvy because Satan rules the world. And he's been ruling the world for 6,000 years. 6,000 years of hell on earth. 6,000 yeah. years of killing and murdering and raping and all this stuff is going on. We got, we, got oh. poli- we got politics. We got politics trouble. We got religious trouble. We got economical trouble. We got family problems. We got, we got young teenagers being wiped out by drugs and wiped out by sex Wiped up by everything you can name. And Satan said, I'm going to try to take everybody on the earth to hell with me. I'm going to try to take them. Amen. And guess what? Majority of the right. people on the earth will go to hell. That's a sad thing to say. Brother Bazaar really? don't want to say that, but the Bible's already said it. He said, many shall go in there at. Broad is the way. Broad is the way that leads into destruction, and many folks are going there. And let me tell you, it's in the government, it's in the high office, it's in the churches, it's in everywhere. Why? Because we are absolutely living in the last days. I believe I believe the church age is living in the last year. You hear what I'm saying? Mm. The last year. I believe that because there is no way that the world can be reversed from where how far they don't win. They don't win the point of no return. And God is going to bring judgment on the world, and he's going to bring a judgment on the world because the end time, the end time is here. Preachers, where are you? Church folks, where are you? Where are you, drunkards, you liars? Time is running out. Time is running out. I don't have much time to tell you. About this, I want. I'm gonna let you know. The God of this world is ruling mankind, and His time is running out. And I'm gonna go back over here to Daniel, and I'm gonna slow. I'm gonna slow down a little bit, Amen. So we can get the meat of the Word of God in the book of in the book of Daniel. Let's go back to that, and we're gonna let you know this Antichrist is getting ready to come on the scene. Let me tell you something. He is ready to pop out of nowhere. And the reason why he's getting ready is because the Jews are saying now they're looking for the Messiah. Now the Jews are looking for the Messiah. They're looking for the false Messiah. They think it's the real Messiah, but it's the false Messiah. It's the one that Jesus Christ said that will come before he comes back to get to church. 
because the Antichrist is already here, but he cannot, listen to what I'm saying now, he cannot come on the scene. He cannot appear on the public Mm. scene until after the rapture, the rapture, the rapture of the church must occur before the Antichrist can appear on the scene. And now we're so close. We're so close that I can't express it to you how close we are. But I'm going to give you some good scriptures, some good scriptures out of the book of Daniel. And Daniel was one of those major prophets. Daniel was a righteous man. Daniel was in the, in, in, in the Babylonian Empire, and he was the only one that was standing for God. Shirach, Meshach, Abednego, and Ezekiel, and Jeremiah, those boys was the only man standing in that day to tell Babylon, you're getting ready to fall, to tell the future, to tell the future on 2023. And you know something, Daniel goes way back from 606 B.C., and in 606 B.C., he was talking about 2023. You hear what I'm saying? Listen to what he said. In the book of Daniel, at the eighth verse, the eighth verse, the seventh chapter. And Daniel said, I look what I saw. He said, I consider the horns, the horns. And behold, there came up among them another little horn, a little horn. A little horn. Horns represent power, power. That's what the horns represent in the Bible. Now, listen to what Daniel said. And you know, this was so, this was so so powerful that Daniel got sick off of it. He got sick. He was sick for two weeks after he had saw 2,600 years of Bible prophecy stretching over all the way over to 2024, January, February, 2024, and he was telling you this is what's going to happen at the end of the church age. Uh-oh, not the end of the world, but the end of the church age. And now we're living at the end of the church age because Revelation says in the book of, of John, the, the, the book of Revelation says the last church would be the church of Laodicea, which would be the hypocritical, backbiting, lukewarm church that will have the form of godliness, but they won't have no power. No power. They have lukewarm preachers. They have quack preachers. They have lying preachers. They have backbiting preachers. They have money preachers. They have whorish preachers. And guess what? They're not preaching the gospel. But what they are preaching is a sign of the last day because they're not preaching Jesus Christ. They're not preaching salvation. They're not preaching the death Amen. of the soul. They're not preaching the burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. They're preaching a whole lot of what you call it. You know what you call it? Motivation speeches, motivation speeches, motivating people to go to hell because that's where they're going. And I'm saying this in love. I'm not saying this in anger. I'm saying this in love because I don't want nobody out there that's listening to this word to go to hell. Listen to what Daniel said. This is what Daniel said. I consider the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn, before whom there were three horns of the first horns plucked up by the roots, and behold, in this horn, in this one horn that came up, there were eyes. He had eyes, like the eyes of a man. So if he had eyes of like a man, that it's a man that's going to come on scene mm-hmm. that's going to represent this horn. 
Now, the man is not the horn, but the horn represents the man. And the horn said he had eyes. He listened, listen to what he said. He had eyes, and his eyes was of a man and a mouth. So mm-hmm. a mouth that speaking great things, great things against what? Great things against oh, the most high God. Now, what and who and where and who is this that's against God? Satan. Satan is against God. He's been against God ever since he had had an idea that he could overthrow the almighty God, the omnipotent one, the everlasting father, the prince of peace, the horn of my salvation. And here he is telling us that this year horn will speak against God almighty and the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He will try to blaspheme God and deny God and resent God. And yet this year horn is getting ready to come on the scene. He's coming on the scene because Daniel said this horn is going to come up amongst amongst the ten other horns. Well, Brother Bazaar, could you tell me who are the ten other horns? And what are, what are they called? Well, in the book, it's called the Ten Horns, spoken by Daniel the prophet, that will come up. And after they come up, the last the last horn will be the horn that had eyes. Now, here are the ten nations. And the ten nations is called NATO. Oh, look at here. NATO <laughs> means North Atlantic Treaty Organization. They are in existence right now, and they've been in existence Amen. ever since 1986. 1986, the ten horns were in existence from 1948 to 1986. The ten horns have already arrived. They have reestablished their kingdom, and their kingdom is waiting for the horn to come, and the the, the 11th horn is going to be the horn that come up out of a nation that I'm going to tell you right now. I ain't going to tell you right now, but I'm going to tell you these ten horns that's going to, that's already in existence. He said, Denmark, mm. I mean, excuse me, 1948, Netherlands, Belgium, and Luxembourg came on the scene. Good God Almighty. And in 1950, 1952, three more came, West Germany, France, and Italy. In 1973, Denmark, Great Britain, and Ireland. That's nine horns. After the nine horns came, the next one came in 1981, and that was Greece. In 1981, the whole ten horns were completed. The ten horns now is NATO. NATO is against Russia. Russia is against NATO. America is joining up with NATO. When they join up with NATO, that means NATO will come a part of the European common market, which is considered to be the new world order. The new world order. Guess who spoke about that? Barack Obama spoke about the new world order. President Bush Talk about the new world order. All these presidents that have been president talked about the new world order, the one world government, the one world government that will rule the world. Satan said, I'm going to rule the world since he couldn't rule heaven. He couldn't rule the air, so he's going to try to rule the world, and God is going to give him permission to try to rule the world. And guess what? It's going to be nothing but failure. You say, well, how do you know, preacher? I know because when Egypt came on the scene, it went down the tube. 
When the Assyrian Empire came, it went down the tube. When the Babylonian Empire came, it went down the tube. When the Median Persian Empire came, it went down the tube. When the Grecian Empire came, it went down the tube. And when the Roman Empire came, it went down the tube. And every nation that was before the nations that we have today went down the tube, but they're trying to make a revive. They're trying to revive it. Good God Almighty. I'm getting ready to roll it over to the brother, but I'm going to get this here in here for you. Amen. Now, this here, this is country that I'm talking about. This country that I'm talking about right now that the NATO is waiting for. They already have put this country already in position to take control of the ten other horns. The ten other horns that's going to come is already here. The eleventh horn is here. But it hasn't been revealed. The only way it can be revealed is through the word of God. I don't have no crystal ball up in my house. I'm not going to no Madam Walker. I'm not going to no magical man that's sucking on some kind of uh, 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 drug. And, and t- I'm telling you this from the word of God. And, da- and, and Daniel was a righteous man. He was so righteous that he saved a lot of people out of Babylon because he was in the midst of a unclean people. He was in the midst of sin and degradation, but yet still he kept himself upright. And by keeping himself upright, God said, I'm going to show you what's going to happen in 2024. I'm going to give you exactly what's going to come down. So here's what's coming down. In 1931, in 1931, there's a man called Generalissimo Franco. He was a dictator. He was a dictator. And he rules, he rules Spain for 40 years under a dictatorship-type government. And Generalissimo knew that he was going to die. He knew he was going to leave this planet. He knew, but yet still he dictated to the people. And before he died, he wanted somebody to take his place. Good God Almighty, listen to what I'm saying. And guess what? He went to Rome, Italy. He went to Rome, Italy, and got a young boy. He was about 10 years old. And that young boy, his name, his name was Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos was that boy. And he trained that boy from 1938 to 1975. He trained that boy. And when he trained that boy, he trained him to become the prince of Spain. He become the prince of and come the king of Spain, and he trained him and told him, after I leave here, I want you to take this country and turn it into a democracy. And guess what? When Juan Carlos got old enough, he became king of Spain. Guess what? In 1975. Why? Because Generalissimo Franco died. And when he died... Juan Carlos became the king of Spain. When he became the king of Spain in 1975, he ruled Spain from 1975 until 2014. Listen to what I'm saying. This is Bible. You can take me down to the guillotine, and you can take me down to the fiery furnace, and you can take me down to the slaughterhouse, and I'll go down there because I know the Bible's right. And now we're living in the time where Juan Carlos was 86 years old when he handed the throne over to his son. Because when Juan Carlos got married, he married Sophia. 
from Greece, and he had two sons. And these two sons, amen, that that the uh, the king of Alfonso had, one was Juan Carlos, and Juan Carlos had a brother. And Juan Carlos shot his brother. And the reason he shot his brother is because he didn't want nobody else to take his place in case something happened to him. So he shot his brother so that he would definitely become mm. king. When he became king, then he oh, ruled, he became the king of Spain. Now, what Spain got to do with Bible prophecy? A whole lot. A whole lot. Because Spain is just not an ordinary country. Spain is in the word of God. Spain is going to play an important part in the end time. Spain is where the Antichrist is coming because when Juan Carlos had his son and two daughters, they tell me he had a son and he called his name King Felipe. King Felipe. And he was born, listen, 1968. June, January the 30th, he was born, and when he was born, he was born for one reason. He was born to become the Antichrist that's alive today at the age of 56 years old. He's the king of Spain. He's already been the prince of Spain. He had four military basic training. He, he, knows, ten, he, he knows 10 foreign languages. He can fly a jet plane. He can drive a tank. He, 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 he knows languages, and he is the king of Spain now. He is married. He's got a good reputation. He's the king of Spain. He's Roman Catholic. Good God Almighty. What you talking about, Roman Catholic? Roman Catholic is just a religion. That's a religion, and it's a corrupt religion. And all the people say, don't talk about my religion. Well, let me tell you, I need to talk about it because if you caught up in Roman Catholicism, guess what? You're in the wrong religion. And let me tell you, there ain't nothing but one religion, and I don't, I don't even want to call it religion because Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is a relationship with Jesus Christ, the one that died on the cross and put in the grave and got up on the third May morning with all power in heaven and earth in his hand. And since he is in heaven right now and, and, and the Antichrist is on earth before Christ can come back to the earth, because when he comes back to get to church, he's not coming back all the way to the earth. He's going to be caught and suspended in the mid of the air, and he's going to oh, blow some God. trumpets. He's going to blow some oh. trumpets, brother. Come on, God. And the Jews, the Jews, the Jews know all about this trumpet blowing because there's three feast days that yet to be fulfilled. And God, good God Almighty, they tell me God is going to open up the eyes of the Jews and they're going to blow these trumpets. And it's going to be blown between September and October. And we've been, we've been saying every September and October, the rapture was going to occur. The rapture is going to occur. But now we're in a position now that it's not, it might not, it ain't, I can't say it might. Mike, I'm going to say it's going to occur because we're at the fullness of the time of the Gentiles is almost over. The church mission is almost over. The church has done all it could do. And as a general, general stanza, the church has failed to be a witness for Jesus Christ. You hear what I say? As a whole, as a whole the church has been playing around. 
The church has been having a form of godliness, but they ain't got no Holy Ghost power. They ain't got the power to go out there and tell them folks, Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Jesus Christ is God Almighty wrapped up in human flesh. Jesus Christ is the Redeemer. Jesus Christ is the Savior. Jesus Christ is the one that was born and wrapped in the manger and swallowed clothes. Jesus Christ is called the, 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 the great I Am. He's called the I Am that I Am. He's called the Father of yeah. heaven. He's called the everlasting Father. He's called the Prince of Peace. Jesus Christ is God Almighty, wrapped up in human flesh. There's nobody before him, and there's nobody after him. He's the centerfold of creation. He's the centerfold of salvation. He's the centerfold of everything that exists, because when he comes back, he's not coming back to die no more. He's not coming back to suffer no more. He's not coming back to play pinochle with you no more. He's not coming back to do nothing but judge the world. And before he judged the world, before he judged the world, this King Felipe that's alive right now is waiting for one thing. He's waiting for the Jews. I'm talking about God's people. I'm talking about God's chosen people. The Jews will say, we are getting ready, and they already are. We're getting ready to build a temple. We're getting ready to build a temple because the Jews don't believe that Jesus is the Christ. They say, we are going to build a temple, and we're going to go back to Judaism and offer sacrifices of animals, and we're going to use our old Judaism system to acquire salvation. But let me tell you, they cannot acquire salvation through animals. You cannot acquire salvation through good works. You cannot acquire salvation because you think you're pretty. You cannot acquire salvation because you've got money. You cannot acquire salvation because you got salvation. You cannot acquire because of color of your skin. You cannot acquire salvation. There's no way that you can acquire salvation. The only way that you can acquire salvation is that you've got to repent. Good God Amen. Almighty, you've got to turn from your evil ways. And if you're a sinner, you've got evil ways. If, you, if you're a hypocrite, you've got evil ways. And the evil ways is that you don't know who Jesus Christ is. And if you don't know who Jesus Christ is, and I didn't say this, and if you die without Christ, or oh, oh, listen to me what I'm saying, if you die without Christ, hell will be your home, and you will have an address, and it will be 666, because 666 is the number of infinity. It's a number number that's going to be used during the tribulation period. It's a number that people are going to receive on the back of their hand and on their forehead. It's a number of incompleteness, because the number seven is complete. But this Antichrist, has been the king of Spain since 2014. From 2014 to 2024, you got about 10 years he's been the king of Spain. And if you will go to Spain, good God Almighty, that's what I'm saying. If you will go to Spain and pick up a picture of Satan in the middle of the town square, It's got a statue in the middle of the town square of Satan falling from heaven. And that's a sign 
Good God Almighty, that's a sign to me. The Lord told me that's a sign that the Antichrist absolutely, definitely will come from Spain because that's the only place in the whole round world that a statue of Satan falling from heaven in the middle of the town square it's been there for I don't know how long, in the 1800s. It's been there. Nobody, nobody bet not touch it because the government will not let nobody tear it down because God has already given me an insight that that's where Lucifer, that's where Satan is going to come from. That's where the Antichrist is going to come from. And when he comes from Spain and the Jews are getting ready to build a temple, when they get that temple get ready to build, the Antichrist is going to make a covenant with Israel. You hear what I said? They're going to make a covenant with Israel. And this covenant Amen. will have something to do with the temple. Because when the Antichrist signs a covenant saying to the Jews that they have permission through his power and through his uh, ingenuity that you have a right to build your temple, I'm going to sign a peace treaty with you that I will protect you for seven years, and the Jews are going to fall head on and say, yes, this is the man. This is Jesus, and it's not going to be Jesus. It's going to be the instrument that the devil's going to use for the deception of the whole world. Because the political governments of the world today are collapsing. America democracy is collapsing. We don't have hardly democracy anymore. People doing anything they want to do. They don't broke God's law up and down. They, they're detesting God. They don't want God. They're lying, cheating, backbiting, whoremongering, killing, murdering. They're doing everything. Church folks that have a form of God ain't got no power. And when the Antichrist comes, the world is going to be in such a mess that if anybody comes and say peace, peace, they're going to accept it. And they're going to say, yes, I want you to be our Savior. And this is soon to happen, my friends. My friends, this is soon to happen. I don't have a 20-piece choir in my house. I don't have a whole lot of music because music ain't going to save you. I'm not looking for get paid for doing this. I, uh, I don't want your money. I, I want your soul. I want you to understand what I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you, you ain't got too much longer to believe. And if you miss the rapture, then you're going to have to face the Antichrist. And what I'm telling you now, if you miss the rapture, you're going to see exactly what's going to happen, exactly what I'm telling you, and exactly what Brother and, and uh, brother Timothy is going to be telling you is going to happen. It's going to happen, I believe, this year of the rapture of the church because it is too messed up. The world is intensive care. This horn that I'm talking about, this 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 eleventh horn, I'm gonna tell you that right now, I'm gonna establish it for you. It's Spain. And out of Spain, the Antichrist. His name, King Felipe, age fifty six years old, King of Spain. He's the last king. And this last king represents the last antichrist that will be able to control the world because we don't have many men come on the scene and say they was Jesus Christ, and then none of them ain't doing nothing. You know, and people are worshiping these false quack preachers. 
these preachers that ain't preaching what the end time's going to be like. It's going to be hell. And I'm here to tell you right now, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. We got, we got right. flying saucers. And these are not just flying saucers. These are demonic activity. These are demons. These are demons getting ready to invade earth. There's an invasion coming. You listen to me what I'm saying. Go go and look at Hollywood and see the invasion of demons. Go look at the drug world and see the demons invading the drug world. Go look at the sex world and look at demons are raping people. They're killing babies. They're, they're uh, 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 pornography is rampaging through our schoolhouse, rampaging through our churches, rampaging through our streets. Men are raping women. Men are cutting women and putting them in plastic bags and throwing them out in the woods, taking baby feces, fetuses fetus and putting them in bag and examine them, using them for medicine and using them to make money. The world is going mad. Um, it's going mad. It ain't no backing up. The Bible said, except you repent, you're going to likewise perish with the world. And people said, now, I'll go with the world, man. I love the world. I love sex. I love drinking. I love money. I love women. I love hellish. I love to live a wild, straight-out life. I love to go to church and, 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 and do what I want to do and come home. And I love sports. I, you just love the world. And if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. Oh, listen to what I'm saying. This is the word of God. Look out. Prepare yourself. Brother, brother, brother Tim Jackson, work with that a little bit. Come on with it. I know you got something. Brother Jackson. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You ready for me, Doctor? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. You, it's, it's yours. You got the flow. Yeah, you got it. Amen, amen. I've been enjoying it. Amen. You could have just kept going. Amen. I know, I it's know, but I ain't gonna do that. No, I, I want, I want you to come up with something, brother. Come on. <laughs> amen. I know you hey, got amen, it. Amen, <laughs> No, but it feels good to to be minister. It feels good to be back. Amen. I will be back on the air. Amen. With Elder Bazaar. Amen. I got something new going on. Amen. So I will be back every Sunday with Elder Bazaar. Yes, sir. On the Washington Wall Show. <laughs> Excuse me. Amen. I now have my own YouTube channel. So amen for the listeners out there. Amen. If you want to look at my YouTube channel, I'll be teaching about uh, revelations and the end time events. Uh, the name of the channel is Rain. That's R E. I yes, yes. Christ reign, reign in love media. Come on. Amen. You'll Come know on, when you're teacher. there, amen. You'll see a, a lion encasing a purple emblem, amen. Again, the name of the channel is Reign in Love Media, amen. So go ahead yeah. and check it out. We got about six or seven videos already on the poster, so I do have some content up, and I will continue to make content at least upload a video at least once a week, amen, until, you know, the time goes along, amen, as time permits, and as the most high permits, amen, I will have more videos uploaded, 
Amen. But I will try to bring a video to you at least once a week. Amen. So it's good to be yes, back. Yes, Amen, It's good. <clears throat> thank you for having me. Amen. Bless I'd like you, to thank brother. Thank Derek Oliver. Amen. The Chaos Radio Talk Team for this platform. It is a blessing to be back. Amen. I want to read a scripture if I can. Go ahead. Amen. Amen. I want to read a scripture. Brother, it came out of Daniel, the seventh chapter. Woo. So I'm just going to conclude. Amen. I want to start in Daniel, the seventh chapter, verse 27. I'm going to read just that one verse because as the brother was preaching, it must have been on my heart. It must have been on my mind, brother. Amen. It's the world today that we live in. Amen. You know, I uh, talked to several people. I uh, talked to family members, amen, and the, the world, um, the way that things are going, amen. I, I tell you right now, uh, I was studying the other day uh, as I was composing my video for YouTube, um, and I was just thinking, you know, we don't have to. No, we don't. Things. Amen. That's right, brother. Let me say it again. We don't have time like we think. No, we don't. Uh, amen. Amen. And, and I know uh, I know people are enjoying life uh, more than ever. And, and you know, I, I watch a, I like I watch a lot of financial stuff and business stuff because, Amen. I came up through corporate America and I came through business and finance. So I I, I watch I read a lot of business books, a lot of you know, some finance books, and I watch a lot of finance videos on YouTube. And so uh, one of the, one of the one of the guys in the video was saying how people are becoming richer more now than any other time in the history of man. We have teenagers that are becoming millionaires within six months or a year. The world is living. And like the brother said, nobody's paying attention to God. Even the church itself has chimed in on the money. Come on, come on. Now, now, as long as you taking the money and doing the right thing and spreading the word, the gospel, and you growing the kingdom of God, I don't have a problem with it. Amen. But but when it becomes a fashion show and a look at me type thing, amen, then you begin to draw the attention from God, from his son. All right. And Christ said, if I be lifted up, come on. I shall draw not some men, not a few men. See, when God sent Christ, and even in Revelation, I'm sorry, not Revelation, over in Genesis, the third chapter, verse 15, God's intent was to redeem not just a few men, not some men, not half of them, but to redeem all men. All men. Don't you know that? Amen. You better speak it, brother. Don't you know that God don't want nobody to be lost? Nobody. Man, that's a deep love. He don't want not. See, God put us here. He created Adam and Eve. He created man to what? To serve him. Just like the angels in heaven. God did not intend for Lucifer to do what he did. And the fallen angels to follow. He did not. And he definitely did not want them to come to earth, the 200 angels that came to heaven. Now, remember, these, uh, these angels was not cast out yet. These angels made a choice themselves to say, you know what? We're going to go ahead, amen, go ahead and, 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 and go down, and what we're going to do, we're going to sleep with the women of men. Amen? Now, come on, now come they, they, they could have been, 
they could have been the fallen angels with Lucifer. I'm sure they probably were. But they made a choice out of all the angels that that came down with Lucifer. Amen. The Bible in Revelation called twelve called them stars. When yeah. those fallen angels, Amen. They made two hundred of them made a choice to say, "We're gonna make this pact. We're gonna go down." And they did the 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 abomination, the abominable yes, thing did. before God. They slept with the women of men. Yes, they thought they, they were so beautiful and pretty. And I, I know y'all see these women out here every day. You go to the store, uh, you may be driving, and you may see it on social media, these beautiful women. That's what the angels fell for. They said, yes, man, they did. Look, man, bad man, look at her. Look man, at she her. got hips. Hips and lips and everything else. <laughs> Amen. Come on. Amen. Them angels saw them beautiful. They said, man, I'm going to go there and do this. 200 of them. And what was, the, what, what was the abominable thing was that they created an offspring. See, the only thing that was supposed to create an offspring is what God created, not what Lucifer and the fallen angels did. That was not their place to do that. Because everything that God has created, I want you to hear me clearly on this. Everything that God created will have the ability and has the ability to go back work to the creator. Come on. Did you hear that? Come on. See, a lot of people don't understand this. In the beginning, he created the, he created the animals of the earth, right? Yeah. Everything. That, that's why the Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Yeah. Do you know the animals automatically praise God? Because yes, that's sir. what God put in here for. Animals don't have a higher conscience like man. Adam was different from all the other creations of God. That's why he made Adam created in his image. He was separate, different from anything else he put on this planet. Yes, Everything sir. that God created was 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 part of God. Everything is part of God. No yes. man. And without him, nothing can exist or would exist. Everything lives and breathes because of God. So Come what on. you must understand is when creatures die, see we, we don't don't worry about animals. When creatures die, the souls go back what? to the creator. Wow. It has to. Because everything that he created, see, it's not animals' fault that Adam and Eve disobeyed God. God's not going to penalize it. Amen. So their, their soul essence goes back work. It don't go to hell. It goes to God. That's why he said, let everything that has breath praise God. Yeah. And he gave Adam because Adam and Eve had a higher conscience. And they chose to disobey God's command. God even gave them a second chance. Boy, he's a God. Y'all don't know. God is a good God. He gave them a second chance. He told Adam, Eve, and Lucifer in the garden. See, when, when the angels fell, they knew better. They shouldn't have done what they did. They wasn't innocent. They had knowledge and wisdom, and they was before God. They was in yeah. heaven. They seen God. They had no reason 
to disobey or disrespect God. And because of what they did, they, uh, they don't have the ability to be redeemed. Why? Because God made them perfect. But what he didn't yes, do, he, he, didn't, he didn't make them serve him. God gives you free will to choose the servant. Come on. Lord, have mercy. Choose this day whom you shall serve. Amen. It's free will. So watch this. When the angels met with those women and created those those giants, okay, when they created yeah. those giants, they, they had a, a, the seed of, of, a, of an evil spirit. So because of that, that was an abomination to God because why? It's not their fault, but they are unredeemable because of why? The angels were already cast out of heaven and not redeemable. And that's why they were so wicked and evil. Man, demons are so wicked and evil. They hate God. They hate their existence. Man, they hate the, They hate most of all. Who do they hate? You and I. They can't yeah. stand mankind. That's why the, 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 the giants was killing men like crazy back Come in those on, days. They were wicked. They were terrible. Wicked. Terrible evil being. They can't stand man. Amen. So watch this. I want to bring it back to Daniel 7 and 27. And I said all that to say this. God is the God of a second chance. Why would you not choose God? Do you not understand how hurtful it is when I witness to somebody and they tell me something like, I don't believe in God. Brother, we got time? Or how, how long are we on tonight? You go ahead. Okay, okay. You go ahead. You go I ahead. Know we get seven. Okay, I didn't want to. Okay. What I was saying was, we don't want nobody lost. <laughs> Excuse me. You got the opportunity to be saved for all eternity. It hurts my heart to witness to people and to hear people say, I don't want to hear that nonsense. Oh, I don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. I've had people get aggressive with me. Both men and women, they don't want to hear it. And it's worse now than it was when I was young. You yeah, know, these people yeah. would have listened to, like when my dad used to witness to people. I remember when I was a, a young man, when I was in like junior high and high school, and even right after I graduated from high school, he used to be this older gentleman. He was mature in age. He used to he used to love to talk about God. He said, young man, you're saved. You believe in God. He didn't care who you was. Hey, man, you get on that bus, he's going to talk to you about God. Amen. And see, I was raised in the church, so it didn't bother me. Amen. But, you know, some people, they would never be rude or disrespectful to him, but they would just, like, not pay him any attention. Amen. But the world now is waxed cold. Yes, cold, cold. Man, you talk to people about God now. See, now you, you, you disrespect them. You you're out. in their space. Yeah, 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 they call a law on you now. Yeah, that's question back to nothing. Oh, man, they sure with these people. These days, the world has waxed cold. And like the Reverend said, we are getting closer, closer. Make no doubt about it. Lucifer's going to paint a picture like everything is okay. Everything is okay. Everything is back to normal. Oh, don't worry about God. Go back to partying. Go back to eating. Go back to dancing. Go on vacation. Go make your money. He—that's what the devil's supposed to do. He's supposed yeah. to—he's to, supposed to lie to you, but what you don't know, Christ is on his way back. 
Lord have mercy. And mm. it hurts my soul for yes, people to I say know, there is I know no it, God. brother. Oh, man, it's just, I'm, I, you know, I just look at people just, you know, you feel so bad and sorry for them on one hand, but on the other hand, they got the same opportunity as I do. I've met people that was never raised in church, never heard about God that's gotten saved. Don't you know that there won't be no excuse? Do you know in Romans, the first chapter, uh, Paul talks about it. He said that thou art an excusable old man. Look, there won't be no excuse. God has proven himself by the sun, the moon, the stars, the sky, the greenery of the earth. And most of all, when you look in the mirror yourself, don't you know that you see God? There won't be no excuse. When Christ turns back, when, when we stand before Christ at the Bama seat, I'm going to cover that here in a minute. When we stand before Christ at the Bama seat, don't you know that that, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, not the Bama seat, at the great white throne judgment, yeah. amen, there's not going to be no excuse for them. They're going to try to come up with all the excuses that they can. There is no excuse. That's why God sent his son to do the Yes, yes. Because he is the one that came to earth. Yes. Lived his life 33 years and said that I, he's going to say, I dealt with most of the things that you dealt with. There won't be no excuse. Because you want to know why? God, Christ, and the Holy Spirit is not asking you for perfection. See, that's why you're not going to have an excuse. He's not asking you for perfection. He's only asking you to trust him. He's only asking you to believe in him. That's all you got to do is believe. That's believe. It. That's it. That's why it won't be no excuse. Salvation is so simple. Come on, one I had to let a, a pastor know. I said, brother, don't teach salvation is by works. Don't teach that to people. That's a lie from the pits of hell. We can't work our way into heaven. We're only justified by the blood of Christ. I don't have the ability to live so righteous that God's going to open up the pearly gates and the lights of heaven, the, the bright uh, uh, glory of God just going to shine on me based come off on, of what I've done. I ain't come done on. nothing to deserve this. Christ died on the cross for my sin. If it had not been for the Lord whoo, that was on my side, if it had not been for his son dying on the whoo, cross, shedding his blood, and it hurts my heart when people say, oh, that's a bunch of nonsense. Oh, see, the cross ain't real. Man, it's all everywhere on social media. People talking about, oh, God ain't real. The sacrifice the sacrifice of the lamb ain't real. He didn't die on cross. There's nowhere in the record. Don't you know that? Ooh, that's the devil. Lord have mercy. That's mm-hmm. the device of the devil. That's the devil. Putting that nonsense out here. And you got people on social media that's speaking against that time. I ain't know. There's no record. Of course, who you think controls the world? The brothers just said for 6,000 years, Lucifer has a tight grip on this planet. He's got, and he has 6,000 years to build his kingdom to where it is. You think right now, today in time, in 2024, when we have the most information to, at, the, at our fingertips more than any other time in the history of mankind that the devil going to change something and have somebody to lie for it? You don't think he got agents and demons possessing people to sit there and lie for? People are crafty. People are, are smart. 
people are intelligent. And these some of these folks worship and serve the devil. They serve yes. the devil. Yes. They have sold their soul for a nice house. They have sold their yes. soul for a nice car. Clothes, men, women, cars, yes. money, yes. land, houses, you to travel, you name it. These people are sold their very soul. And you think these folks ain't going to stand for the devil? A lot of you on social media. I see a bunch of nonsense all the time. These people got a million people following them on their YouTube channel. Less than five years, less than three years, people following them. Yes. And you got some folks out here on YouTube preaching the truth. Barely got 5,200,000 people. Yes, That's what the devil do. That's what he do. The brother, that's what he does. That's what he do. The brother just said it. This is what the devil do. That's what he do. He's a, he's a liar and a deceiver. And he has his agents out here running around. To and fro. Promoting nonsense. Yes. Yes. To and fro. Yes. Seeking yes. who he could devour. Seeking yes, who he could deceive. Do you think that the, the Lucifer the spirits don't sleep? No, no, sleep. Spirits don't rest. They no, need no rest. rest. No, they, rest. they are not like their bodies don't get weary. Those evil spirits and demons are roaming back and forth, to and back fro. And forth. They work on this planet like nothing. Nothing. Day and night, twenty four seven. Sometimes they get as many. And the brother said it. Great is the way that leads to destruction. There's going to be so many souls lost. See, a lot of people think, oh, there's a bunch of people saved on the planet. No, it's not. There's a lot of folks in the, the book of Revelation. We've taught that for the past three years, four years almost now. The book of Revelation tells you that. There was only two churches found worthy out of five churches. That's not even half. That's in the church. That ain't the world. That's people who get up every Sunday morning or whenever they go to church put their clothes on, and step into a, a, a congregation on Sunday morning. That means less than 30% of the people that attend a church are all together around the world. Less than 30% of them are saved. That's the church. That's not outside the church. That's not the folks who reject God, who say they don't believe in God. That's not the atheists. We're talking about people who attend church. Most of them Come are not on, even saved. Most of these preachers that stand up in the pulpit and preach to you not even saved. That's why the Bible says, study to show thyself a proof. But I got Come saved. On, I didn't man. rely on my dad. I didn't rely on, my, on his wife. I didn't rely on the beacons on the board. My pastor to save my soul to get an understanding of the Bible. The Bible says, all you're getting, get an understanding. I cracked over my book when I got home from work, and I read my Bible for hours. I studied for hours for years and years and years, and I still do that today. I don't leave my soul out of all things. I don't leave my soul to chance for nobody or no one. This ain't a job. This ain't a college or an education. This ain't a relationship with, 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 a, with, with a woman or your wife or your spouse or with a man or whoever. This is your soul. Only what we do for Christ will last for all eternity. 
ability. God ain't gonna look at you and say, "Well, you graduated with a bachelor's and a master's and and and, and a, a, a doctorate, or oh, you 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 the doctor, you you saved so many lives in the hospital, or oh, you the leader on, on, in Congress, or oh, you served on the military force or the police force, you the great athlete or a great." That, he gonna say, "What did you do for me? Woo! I created you." To serve me. Come on. I see people in the church. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. In the church with a bunch of nonsense. Oh, my last name, bitch. Oh, I'm from this church. Oh, I'm from this denomination. We're from this. We're from that. I dress like this. I look like this. We're from this city. We're from this town. What did you do for Christ? We get so caught up into stuff that has nothing to do with serving our Lord and Savior. Come on, preacher. Tell Why it. are we so caught up into a bunch of nonsense? It won't help us. It doesn't help us. It can't help us if it's not for the kingdom of God. Did Come you on. build up the kingdom? Did you witness? Come on. Did you talk to somebody? Did you show love? There are a lot of people who are not very talkative. But did you show love? See, there's an old standard that the old school says you to say. You're the only Bible that some people are going to read. I yes, right. People. The word says show yourself friendly first. You got some folks in the church wanting to speak. They just look at you. Just came Come from on, church. preacher. Come on. I tell the truth. all the time. I'm like, man, you dressed that. You came to speak. Looking at you crazy. So I just speak to the brother, sister. How you doing? I can't stand when folks just sit there and just look at you. I said, Come brother, you all right? God bless you. You okay? <laughs> hey, man, sister, how you doing today? I had to do that yesterday. Sister, just stern. Sister, how you doing? Hey, man. You Come know? on, man. But the point that I'm making is God has all this wealth. All that you desire is on the other side. Let, listen to this. Let me share this with you. And I'm a, Go ahead, I'm brother. A Go ahead. Go ahead. I got some, so okay, he said, I got some time. I got some screw. You I got, got I know it's been a while since I've been on. Amen. It's been a while. That's right. Amen. You got the time. But, but, hey, hey, man, my brother, I ain't got nothing but time and time, the Lord, he said. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now, now, watch this. Watch this. I'm going to go ahead and read it. I'm going to hold off on reading. I'm going to read Daniel, the seventh chapter, verse 27. Daniel, seventh chapter, verse 27. Let me read I was going to hold on, but it's just, I saw the tip of my tongue. I just got to go ahead and give it to you. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heavens shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. Did you hear that? Yes, sir. God has got something so great waiting for you, and you don't want it? Oh, my gosh. Hey, look, that new house that you want, he got a mansion. He got a house. And the mansions in heaven, they, they ain't like the mansions here on earth. They, they don't rot. The woods don't rot. You ain't worry about no termites. You ain't worry about no thieves breaking in. You ain't got to worry about no maintenance. You ain't got to worry about, about somebody breaking in and stealing. You ain't got to worry about one day getting old. You got a mansion. And I'm sure the mansions in heaven are far more beautiful, far more greater than in size 
than anything you could imagine. Guess what else he got for you? Come he on. got riches beyond your imagination. Ooh, anything ooh, that you want. Gold, silver, my God. God's got it all. All the diamonds that you want. He's got all the riches and glory in heaven. Guess what? Most of all, you're going to get a brand new body. You're going to look young, not just for a year, not for 50 years, not 100 years, not 1,000 years, not 100,000 years, not even a million years, not a billion years, not a trillion years, but for all eternity. Man, you you think I'm going to miss this train? Uh Uh-uh. You know... You know, I used to have a family member. He used to get cute and say some silly stuff. He would say some stuff like, uh, well, you know, he said, that is just, that's a bunch of fairy tale stuff, that stuff. He said, he said uh, how do you know God is real? I said, brother, I believe that he's real. I know that he's real because as bright as that sun shines every day, the sun's arrayed, rises in the morning and sets in the evening. Somebody's in control of that. I believe Come God on now. Real. Come on. And I told him. I said, brother, I said, do you know if the wind is real? You don't know. You can't see the wind, but you breathe the air. You feel it, don't Come you? On. So, Come on. So you know that there's something there. So we ain't dumb. God created us to know that he exists. And then I told him, I said, you know what, brother? This is what I told him last. I said, I'd rather believe in God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, believe that his Son was sent to die across my sins. I'd rather believe that and die and find out it ain't real than to not believe it and to die and find out that he is real. I said, you, man, you take that, put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Amen. You take that, Go yeah, ahead, put bro. that in your pipe. You want to smoke something, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Amen. Because let me tell you something, I'd rather believe it and find out that, that, that he may not be real than to not believe because, man, let me tell you, the lake of fire ain't going to be nothing. Come on, time. come on, talk about it. Talk about it. Let me say that again for y'all in the back. Talk about it, brother. Talk about it. In the balcony. The lake of fire ain't going to be nothing. No, You got so many people on this planet say they can't stand being hot. Oh, I can't stand being I can't stand heat. Man, this good old heat here, 89 degrees, 100 degrees. You talking about you can't stand that? The lake of fire is unquenchable fire. Meaning that you'll Come never on, preacher. Used to it. Tell it. Man, I'm going to save the rest of that there for another day. Let me get back to where, where I was going. All right. Amen. With All right. Chapter verse. But I had to speak on that part right there. But let me show. But what I want to focus on is what you're going to get. Don't you want some of this? Oh, man. You're going to get a brand new. Man, look at her. Look at her. Timmy Gray gonna be gone. I may get some hair back. <laughs> I ain't gonna need no more glasses. Man, you gonna get a health care plan and a four hundred one k that's so unbelievable. My gosh, watch this. And, and, and uh, what was that? Let me go down here. Oh, there it is, right there. Okay, okay. Then it says, "Whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom?" Did you hear that? Yeah. Everlasting means it don't stop. It don't end. 
Once you're in that kingdom, it's yours. Whatever God has blessed you and given it to you for all eternity. And me and my brother was talking, and he had revealed something to me. And I'm going to study on it some more and read up on it some more. But he was saying that what he said, eternity, when he speaks about eternity, everlasting life and eternity, what it's referring to is that he's saying that it's like you'll constantly get throughout eternity. I said, wow, really? He, now, that's what he believed. He said that he believed. He, in, other words, in other words, let me give you an example. Let's say God gives you uh, this, this big old, let's, this is just an example. This is not the answer. This is just an example. This big old boulder that's gold or a big old diamond. What he was saying is that these type of gifts will continue throughout eternity. Now, that's, that's his thought. I don't know. Amen. But it makes you think. But even if it wasn't, you're going to get more than what you have in this life. More than what Ooh, you can imagine. Yes, indeed. For all that we've been through, all that we go through, do you know the stuff that we deal with on a daily basis? As the saints of God, we deal with trials and tribulations every day. You know, the devil's constantly attacking us. You know, we're constantly dealing with people, dealing with issues, the issues of life. And a lot of the nonsense, the laws and stuff that they're making out here in the world just to make it tough on the middle man and the poor man. They're making it easier for the rich and the wealthy. This is what we got to deal with. But God has given you a way out. Come on now. And then it, then it says, in all dominions shall serve and obey him. Everybody's going to serve and obey Christ. Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. With me. He loved us so much that he died for you and me. Woo! 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 Can we know the time? By looking at the signs of the great tribulation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We think about the things that are going on in the Middle East, over in Europe, the governments of the world. We're getting closer. We see Russia, China, Europe, the United States. It's been a long time since the big powers have have started talking about warfare since World War II. World War II. And we knew World War I, World War II wasn't too far apart, were they? Yes, They weren't too far apart by like 30 years, maybe. I'm not mistaken, by like 30-something years. And we've been blessed and fortunate because look what we got now. We got nuclear weapons. Nuclear weapons. You fast forward. Nuclear weapons. You fast forward what? Some nearly some about eighty some years later, I think World War Two is in, in nineteen forty four, nineteen forty five. Yeah, yeah. You fast forward yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, it's been like eighty years. You fast forward eighty years later. Look where we at. You're right, brother. You're right on that. Lord have mercy. You look at the things that are happening in the church, the churches we get into uh, uh, fall away. What that means is people begin to 
to distance themselves from the church. They're falling away from the church. They don't want them to do. We just said that. I said the brother said it. People don't want them to do with God. People are almost attack you now. And people are so quick to let you know what they believe. You talk to people, they proud that, that they're atheists. You ain't asking that. They proud that they serve the devil. You ain't asking that. They, they proud that they gave. You ain't asking that. The world is prideful. They're proud of who they are. And I know sometimes people in church are proud of who they are, too. And they say, I'm blessed and highly. They, you know, they like to, to let the, the world know. But that's where we at now. The world is prideful. The rapture has no yes. warning. Yes. The gathering together, we don't know when it's going to happen. That's the great mystery. It's going to be unexpected. It is the only time in the history of mankind that we don't know what's going to happen. It's the only event in the Bible that we don't know when it's going to happen. We have no record of it. Because it's just going to happen. It's going to happen. Excuse me. It's just going to happen. We don't know if we're close. We don't know if we're far away. But we're getting close. And I want to call your attention before I get back over to the brother. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Go over to First Corinthians. Now, hopefully, hopefully y'all got that. Daniel, the seventh chapter, verse 27. Hopefully y'all got that because the brother was in there. He was dealing with that. But I just want to show y'all, despite of what the – let me show you how good God is. God is so good that the saints are not going to have to deal with the, uh, the, the deal with the tribulation. Come on, come on, talk about it. God about it. knows how to keep. Amen. Ain't God Amen. good, brother? Amen. God knows how to protect His people. He knows how to keep us from what's coming. He's protected. He's going to protect us. We're going to be gathered together. But I want to call your attention to First Corinthians. Where's that going? First Corinthians, I think, the third chapter. There we go. There we go. I'm gonna start at verse eleven. I'm gonna try to try to be swift, not take too much time. First Corinthians, the third chapter, verse eleven says, "For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ." Come on, preacher. Amen. Yes, sir. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, and then it says, every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall decline it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But with him, he himself, he shall be spared. 
Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. What it's saying, and I'm going to work backwards on this, the first thing you need to understand is upon salvation, that you can't lose salvation, that you are saved. You cannot lose salvation. Amen. Can't lose Amen. it. Amen. That's what it's saying. You cannot lose your salvation. Amen. Amen. And what it's saying that once you, remember we talked about this earlier, anything that you do for Christ counts because that's where your rewards are going to come from. Anything that you built based off of salvation through Christ, it cannot be lost. Nothing can happen to the works that you've done. The Bible says that it's tried by fire and it shall be revealed by fire. Every man's work of what sort it is, whether it be good or evil, is going to try it in the fire. But understand, this is the Bama seat. This is always for the saints of God. Amen. Because the, the unrighteous have a judgment themselves. Amen. Amen. Then it says, what type of reward do you want? Do you want more gold? Do you want more silver? Do you want more precious stones? We talked about that. Amen. Which one do you want? What do you prefer? Or do you want more wood, hay, or stone? Are you working towards these goals as the children of God, as the saints of God? Do you read your Bible every day? Do you study the word often? These come on, things come on. Not just going to church sitting in the pew. That's what a lot of people do. They just go to church, send it, send the pew. Don't do anything when they get home. Don't pick up the Bible. Don't read the Bible. Don't don't bother. The Bible says, "Study to show thyself approved." Yes, sir. Ain't just yes, for sir. The, the ministers and the pastors and the the evangelists to study the Bible. It's for everybody to study. Everybody the Bible, to know you. It say it again, doctor. Everybody. Again, doctor. Everybody, everybody needs to study this. Woo. Everybody, that's it. We all got to stand before Christ. Amen. Amen. What have you done for Christ? Because if you don't study your Bible, how can you witness to somebody? How can you speak with confidence and know the word? See, the devil does what? Quote scriptures. Amen. All right. He quotes scriptures, but guess what? You got to study to show thyself approved. To know the Bible, to witness to people, to save souls. Ask yourself, how many souls have you saved? Because if you're not studying the Bible, you, you're not saving any souls. You probably don't even understand what salvation is or how to obtain, obtain salvation. Amen? Yes, sir. Every man's word shall be made manifest. Then it says, for the day shall be clear, it shall be revealed. By yeah. God. Amen. As I was Woo. saying earlier, God is so good. He yes, is so he is gracious. There won't be an excuse when you stand before the, before the throne of God for those that are lost. There won't be an excuse. He said, I made it so easy for you. All you have to do. Let me go there real quick. I got some more scripture, bro. Go I got ahead, a little bro. more time. Go I'll turn it back over. You I'll are go right. over to Romans, the 10th chapter. Romans 10, 9 and 10. 
We all know this now is what? The plan of salvation. This is what it says, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, the Bible says thou shalt be saved. It ain't no, well, that's what they say. No, that's what the Bible says. Come on now. See, I, tell you, I don't make nothing up. Anything that I give is going to be by the word of God, whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it, whatever, whether you like it, don't like it, it's what the Bible says. I didn't make these things up. I, I'm not that brilliant. Amen. Amen. And this is what the Bible says. So in regards to what, what, the, what anybody says, see, man can only destroy the body, but God has the power to destroy the very soul. Yes, and sir. that's what you yes, want to do. You want, you want to be with God. You don't want to be destroyed. You want to live with God for all eternity. So no matter what, I will live with God for all eternity. Woo! My sins will be cast worth in the sea of forgiveness. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, mm. and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. 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 You got to say it to believe it. And to believe it, you're going to say it. As you like, if you love somebody, you're going to do what? You're going to tell them that you love them. Amen. That's what you're going to do. You're going to tell them that you love them. Amen. Amen. Washington, I'm going to give it. Turn back over to the brother. Amen. Turn back over to Ephesians. Amen. Ephesians, the, the second chapter. Verse 8 and 9. I'm going to turn over to the book. Ephesians ahead, 8 and 9. I'm going to be done. I'm going to be done for the night. I'm going to be quiet and listen to the book. Oh. Ephesians 2. <laughs> yeah, okay. Ephesians <laughs> 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 2. Chapter 8 and 9. It's been a while. It's been a while. It says, For by grace are ye saved. As I told you earlier, I can't work my way into heaven. You can't work your way into heaven. The Bible talks about those who believe that you can work your way into heaven. The Bible says ye have fallen from grace. That way, you're not even saved if you believe that. Yeah, come on. Come uh, yeah, on. I didn't say it. Don't get mad at me what the Bible says. It says, for by grace are ye saved. Yeah. So faith, and that not of yourself. Yourself. Yes, sir. Watch this. It is the gift of God. Ain't God good? He gave you a gift. That's it for free. It's so easy to obtain. It says, not of works, least any man should boast. Go ahead, doctor. Oh, look here, look here, look here, look here. We thank you for the word of God. Uh, We are not doing this on this program. We're not doing this for fun. We're not doing it to get prestige. We're not doing it to get money. We're not doing it because we ain't got nothing else to do. We're doing it because God has called this brother to preach the gospel, the whole Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, rightly dividing the word of truth. And I don't have to be ashamed of nothing I've said on this uh, topic of salvation. Amen. And theology. Right. I ain't got nothing to back up on saying, no, I made a mistake. I'm telling you, just like it's from the word of God. And he was telling us about. Salvation is the number one thing that we're trying to convince you, those that's listening out there, 
that there's no way, there's no way I can get to heaven other than by the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is, is, is plainly God Almighty, God Almighty, the one that made the heaven and earth and the seas and the animals and made man and put on this earth for man to serve him. I'm here for the purpose of God. I'm here to serve God. I'm here to, to, to give the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and let them know the centerfold of the Bible. The centerfold of the Bible. Don't let nobody tell you no other way. The centerfold of the Bible is the cross. If there is no cross, if Jesus didn't die and come back from the grave, I am the biggest liar on the face of this yeah. earth. I'm the big and, 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 and if Christ didn't come from the grave, then you 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 calling God a lie. You calling Man. God a lie. You saying you ain't nothing but a lie. You're telling God Almighty, you lying. And if God is lying, then buddy, we are in trouble. Yeah. The world is in trouble if Christ didn't come back from the grave. Brother Bazaar is in trouble. I ain't talking about minor trouble. I'm not talking about no temporary trouble. I'm talking about I'm in an everlasting trouble if Christ didn't come back from the grave. Because when he came back from the grave, it completed the price that he had to pay for sins of the world. And the sins of the world come from Adam all the way down to Eve, all the way down to 6,000 years, all the way down to the last drop. And the last thing that God is going to deal with, with sin, he's going to deal with the sin of unbelief. God's mm-hmm. going to deal with the sin of unbelief. And that won't happen until the millennium reign of Jesus Christ. Because there's going to be a millennium reign on the earth before the earth is destroyed. That's right. That's right. There's going to be a 1,000-year millennium reign where Satan, Satan, now listen, Satan will be bound in the bottomless pit, and a seal will be put on the pit, and all his angels, wicked. Man, let me tell y'all something. Those are there's some wicked demons out there. The brother already said it. There's some wicked, low-down, dirty, rotten, stinking demons that are killing people. There are demons out there that's killing babies. There's demons out there that's homosexual. There's demons out there that's lesbianism. And get me, let me tell you something. And once you let these demons catch a hold of your soul and your spirit and your body, they will twist you into a knot and won't give up. They are ruthless. They are eternally damned. They are going to hell. There is no redemption for a fallen angel. Angels cannot be redeemed. And angels Amen. are mad. Angels are mad. Wicked angels are mad at God. They're mad at mankind because mankind can be redeemed. Hallelujah. Praise God. Man can be redeemed. Man can be saved from sin, death, hell, and the grave. But man says 
This stuff that I'm in now, what Satan has to offer me, man, I love it. I I endeavor in it. Hollywood, Las Vegas, the cities of the world is wrapped up in sin, bogged down by sin, and they love what they're doing. And for them to turn from their sins, they're going to have to make up in their mind that they are low-down, dirty, rotten sinners, every one of them. Ain't one righteous man on this planet. Every man born in sin is shaped in iniquity. I was born in sin and shaped in iniquity until the blood of Jesus Christ had the power enough to redeem me and make me a righteous, righteous son of God, a small son of God. I'm a child of God. And let me tell you, hell, hell is hot, brothers and sisters. And if I don't talk about hell, if I don't talk about hell, I I, I, I got to put some kind of some kind of umph in you to let that you realize, hey, you don't want to go there. I wouldn't want to put my worst enemy in hell. I I, I wouldn't. And God don't want to put nobody in hell. No. It, 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 for for God's sake, I want you to go to hell. Why did he die? He, he stayed in heaven and let the world go on and say, well, they're all going to hell. Forget it. No, 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 no. You got the wrong God. John 3, 16 tells the story for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That who, whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Now, Christ died for you, suffered for you, bled for you, hung on the cross for you, taken off the cross for you, laid in the grave for you, Stayed in the heart of the earth three days and three nights for you. Got up on the third day morning for you. Went back to heaven and been gone for 2,000 years. And he said, if I go away, if I go away, I will absolutely, definitely come back and get you. But in order for him to get you, you got to turn from your sins. You got to repent. And you got to have a godly sorrow of being broken up. You got to have a nervous spiritual breakdown. You got to be broken so much that you are willing to humble yourself and say, Lord, I'm a pitiful sinner. I'm a low down blowfly. Because that's what blowflies do. They hang around garbage. And if you ain't sin, sin is garbage. The devil got a big garbage dump. And he wants you to stay on that dump. He wants you to stay on that marijuana. He wants you to keep on fornicating. He wants you to keep on committing adultery. He wants you to keep on being a homosexual. He wants you to keep on being a lesbianism. He wants you to keep on being an incest. He wants you to keep on being pornography. He wants you to do all the rotten, low-down, stinking stuff that God hates, and you die in that, you're going to burn in hell. You're literally going to burn in hell. There is no such thing as a purgatory. No. There is no such thing as you go to a purgatory and stay there to get refined. Then after you get refined, you come out of hell, then you go to heaven. No, 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 no. You can't go to heaven unless you've been washed in the Lamb's blood. You've got to be washed in Jesus Christ's blood, God's blood. 
spotless blood, powerful blood, precious blood, redeeming blood, blood that flowed through his veins, shed on Calvary's cross, beat him beyond recognition, call him everything but the son of God, put nails through his wrists, nailed him and hung him and made fun of him. And he did it all for me, George E. Bazaar, Brother Tim Jackson, Brother Tim Jackson's name is on the cross. My name is on the cross. My name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. When I go to bed this night and the next night and the next night, I don't have to worry about dying. I don't have to worry about where I'm going. I don't have to worry about if God's going to take care of me. I don't have to worry about none of that. Why? Because God saved me. He saved me because I want him. I want him. If I had 10,000 souls... I would, I would want every one of them to be saved. And I'm telling you tonight, we try to bring you the word of truth. We try to tell you about the Antichrist. We try to tell you about the rapture. We try to tell you about the building of the temple. We try to tell you about the red helpers. We try to tell you about the sacrifices. We try to tell you about the number 666. We try to tell you about the 144,000. We try to tell you about the two witnesses. We try to tell you about the rebuilding of the temple. We try to tell you about the AI. You know what AI is? Artificial intelligence. Guess what? It's here. It's here. They're making, they're making artificial intelligence machines like going out of style. They got, they got AI Ooh. now. They got A now selling selling them to farmers. They got robots that can go out in the field. Listen to this. They got robots that go out in the field and pick corn automatically, pick strawberries, pick peaches. They are building these machines, and they are building to perfection. And in the book of Revelation, now here we go again. We got to go to the book of Revelation. In the book of Revelation, when the Antichrist, when the Antichrist, listen, he's going to be assassinated. There's going to be an assassination pretty soon. It ain't going to be Trump. It ain't going to be Biden. It ain't going to be Halle Talley or Haiti who or whatever. But there's going to be a conflict with the election this year. And this election is going to be it's gonna be it's gonna be out of sight, and it's gonna get so bad that people are gonna say, "Well, what are we gonna do? We can't find a we can't find a leader. We can't find a world leader. We can't Damn. find nobody to run for president." Other countries is having the same thing, but they got dictators. They already under bondage, but America is gonna fall under bondage because number one, America won't repent. The government won't repent. The economical system and the stock market won't repent. The religious world won't repent. People are worshiping demons today. Devils. They're worshiping Baphomet. They're worshiping the Illuminati. They're worshiping Luciferians. They're worshiping secret societies. They're worshiping masonry. They're they're worshiping everything but God. They will not turn to Christ. Preaching, the Apostle Paul said this, preaching of the cross. Listen to what I'm saying. Preaching of the cross to those that perish is foolishness. And the world 
don't want to hear nothing about the cross because to them, they're foolishness, and because it's foolish to them, they're going to perish, die, and go to hell because they rejected the art of the uh, utopia and the ultimate sacrifice that God made through his son, Jesus Christ. You don't want to go to hell, sister, brother. You don't want to go there. According to the scriptures, mm-hmm. the only thing you can take to hell with you. Now, listen, the only thing you can take to hell with you is number one. You can take your smell. And guess what? You can take your hearing. You can take your, you can take your, 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 your mouth, your tongue. You can take your eyes. You can take your nose. You can take your oh, memory. Man. There's five things you want to take to hell with you. And you cannot get rid of those five senses because it's in your soul. It's in your body. And guess what? You are going to feel every ounce of the punishment for sin. You're going to feel it. You're going to be what? Gnashing? No. And gashing? No. Of teeth. For how long? Forever. For how long? Forever. And you're going to remember. Listen, you are going to remember if you don't accept Jesus Christ tonight, and I hope you don't die tomorrow. I I really don't. But if you don't accept Jesus Christ tonight, uh, if you accept it uh, before you die, because I don't know if you're going to die tonight. I don't know if I'm going to die tonight. But if I die tonight, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Amen. But the Lord is keeping me here so I can tell you, don't you go. Don't go to hell. Right. Don't go to hell for nobody. Don't go to hell for your mama. Don't go to hell for a piece of tail. Don't go to hell for a line. Don't go to hell for cheating. Come on. People going to hell. Amen. Oh, we just want to be frank about it. Don't be all skippy about it. People going to hell over sex. They won't repent from their Loose living. They won't repent from adultery. They won't repent from what? Groupies. They won't repent from open sex. They won't repent. And if you don't repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to have to pay for your own sins. And I can ask brother, I can ask brother, brother Tim Jackson right now. Would you want to pay for your own sins? And I know what he's going to tell me. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And he can't pay for my sins, and I can't pay for his. The only one that can pay for your sins is Jesus Christ. Come on, y'all. Wake up. Preacher can't pay for your sins. he got sins of his own. He's born in sin, shaped in iniquity. All our sin comes short of the glory. So what in the world are you going to do when the rapture comes, what are you going to do? You're going to run to the hills. You can't run to the hills. Ain't no way you can hide. They're building, you know what they did? They're building bunkers underneath the ground now. Because the devil knows, and the devil's already to put it in man's spirits, build you some bunkers. So when this bomb starts falling, because there's going to be a World War Three. I'm telling you now, there's going to be a World War Three, And the World War Three started on October the 7th, 2023. 
when Israel was ransacked by Hamas and Hezbollah. Hezbollah. And from that point until the end of the seven-year tribulation, there's going to be war in the land. America is going to be in a war. Russia is going to be in a war. China is going to be in a war. Taiwan is going to be in a war. Arabia is going to be in Israel is going to be in a war. There's going to be war all the way over to the end of the tribulation period, and it will conclude with the battle, listen to me, the battle of Armageddon. And if I was to wake up General MacArthur from the grave and put him on CNN, ABC, NBC, on Fox, and tell him, I said, General MacArthur, tell me what you said on the USS Missouri in 1945, August the 6th, what did you say? Tell these people, tell the preacher, tell the deacon, tell the, the liar, tell the whole man. Listen, what did you say? And General MacArthur, with that pipe in his, when it, when his mouth, he would take it out. And he would say this. He would say, if man, if mankind, if the human race, don't find a better way to settle their difference. The next war we are going to have, big war, is going to be Armageddon. Now, where in the world did he get that from? He got it from the Bible because he read the Bible. And when he read the Bible, he knew that that Bible was right. Now, if General MacArthur believed that, What's your problem that you can't believe that the Lord Jesus Christ died for your sin, that you can escape all this that's going to come up on the face of the earth? Because it ain't going to be no picnic. There ain't going to be no bologna sandwich. There ain't going to be no chicken sandwiches. There ain't going to be nothing. And you're going to have to be running to the hills looking for a hope that you can escape the wrath to come. Don't be a fool. Don't fool around with this. Don't fool around with your soul because you only got one. Don't fool around because you can't throw your you can't throw Amen. your life in reverse. You can't throw your life in reverse and back up forty years, or back up where you was at the cradle, or back up when you you can't back up. Ain't no backing up. You got to go forward, and if you go forward, you ought to have somebody to go with you. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I can't go with you. Brother Jackson can't go with you. Your mama can't go with you. Your daddy can't go with you. Your sister can't go with you. Your IRS can't go with you. Your PSP can't go with you. Your 401K can't go with you. Your, your, your insurance can't go with you. Nobody can go with you but Jesus Christ. Why don't you want to accept him? Why don't you just come on in? And I don't know. I don't care how long you've been going to church because going to church ain't going to get you to heaven. Going to worship the Lord in a building and praise his name and come out. That ain't going to get you to heaven. You've got to go to Calvary. And you've got the opportunity right now, this evening, to come to Christ. You've got an opportunity to repent right now and ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sin and ask him to come into your life right now. I don't have to have a choir. Only thing I need is Romans 10 and 9. 10 and 9 says, Paul, Pastor Paul said, if you confess with your mouth, 
and believe with your heart that God Almighty raised Jesus Christ from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Confession is made into salvation. When you confess and say, Lord, I am a low down. You don't have to say this, but we all been low down. You know, I'm a low down sinner. I ain't no good because I'm serving Satan. I'm doing the devil's work. I'm doing all things I want to do. But, Lord, if you forgive me, I'll turn from my, my, my wicked ways and believe on your only son that you have, that you died for me, and you can save me right now. Come, Lord Jesus. You can ask him just come into my life right now. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. Brother, I think we got about six minutes. Go. Let's, let's take him to that salvation plan. Take him, take him to that salvation one plan, and we'll be out of here. But we want you to come back next week. Come back next week. Come back next week. We're going to talk about it some okay. more because there's some more things I'm going to be looking up and more things. Uh, uh, Brother Jackson going to look up. He's got a he got a YouTube uh, program, and I'm going to see if I can he can send me his program through my phone, and I'm going to look at it. Amen. We're, we're on our last run. We're getting ready to close it down. We ain't got too much longer. The day is far spent. The sun is going down. So what we want to do is get all we can in there. Okay, brother, go ahead and take them through that salvation plan. Let them know there's hope in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I will definitely do that for you. Amen. Before I do, if you want to tune into the YouTube channel, it's Rain and Love Media, and you can find that on YouTube. And then I'll try to send it to Derek so you'll be able to see it on his page, and I'm going to definitely send it to you, Pastor, once we get off the line. Amen. Again, that's rain and love media. Amen. So the plan of salvation, Romans, the 10th chapter, verses 9 and 10, it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Salvation, to receive salvation, is just as easy as breathing air. Amen. Something that you've been doing since you've been born, since the day you were born, breathing air. It's just Amen. that easy to receive salvation. Christ has already did all the work. He did the hard part. He died on the cross for our sins. Amen. There's no one perfect, though you got a lot of folks think they perfect, think they better than other people. Nonsense. Amen. Christ is going to judge. Amen. He's going to judge. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. We thank him for his grace and his mercy. We thank him for this platform, brother. Thank you. It's good to be thank back. Thank you. You're welcome, brother. Anytime. Yeah. Amen. Thank brother Oliver. This platform, we will be on next week. I'll be back. I'll be back on. Yes, sir. I'll be on with you each week. Amen. Because I do have my YouTube channel. Amen. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna uh, have my uh, day back on Saturday because it takes a lot yeah. of time to yeah. put those uh, videos together. Amen. So that'll be me, right. my way of um, transitioning. Uh, the right. message of God on that one like right. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And to 
to reach more souls. That's what's most important. Salvation, amen. Mm-hmm. And not getting caught up into, you know, this church and that church and this name and that name, but we want to bring as many souls into the kingdom of heaven as possible. That's what's most important. Amen. Mm-hmm. What we do for Christ, amen. Because only what we do for Christ will last, amen. Brother, I thank God for your life and Amen. Thank God for your three, brother. Yeah, you're an inspiration to me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. That many years on the battlefield. Amen. Still going strong. Got to go. Got to go, brother. Yeah, man. You too. Got to go. You too. Amen. Yes. Amen. But we will be back. Amen. Is that the? Are you? Are you on on Wednesdays or Thursdays still? No, I'm just on. I'm just on. I'm just on a Sunday. That's 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 good. This, this will be good okay, just for two hours okay. on Sunday, and then you got your program, and then you on with me for two hours. That, that's good. Okay. That's good. We already we already penetrate. We already penetrate some of the Amen. devil's area, and and get some people to understand. You got to read your Bible, please. Right. Uh, emphasize right. on reading your Bible. We can tell you a whole lot of stuff in here, but you got to read right. your Bible. And then I wanted to get uh, an extra phone. And uh, use it with another number so when we get off the line, that if they want to make a call from wherever they are right. and give them a right. five minute to ask them questions, because this is serious. This is serious, brother. Yeah, yeah. We probably can do serious. that uh, next Saturday. So, what I'm thinking about mm-hmm. now, I may just be on for like 30 minutes to an hour, something yeah, like yeah, that. Okay. Uh, yeah. On Saturdays. That way, like I said, I think that would be a way for us to. Uh, open up like for questions and stuff like that that'll be good yeah 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 to talk talk personally to to those that want the want is it that that's 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 what you say um um initiative and 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 and, and concerned about the world condition and concerned about their soul concerned about the second coming of jesus christ and 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 so they can know how to be ready and how to get ready so when it, it does happen, amen, their blood won't be on our hands. That, that's, what I, that's what I want to try to do. Amen. Okay, brother, you want to close out? You can go ahead and close out. Amen. amen. I sure can. Amen. I want to say, amen, giving all thanks and honor and glory to the Most High. Amen. Yahweh, His Son, Yeshua, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We bless the, the Holy Kingdom of God. Amen. To all the saints. Thank you for listening, tuning in, staying, sticking with us throughout 2024. And we're grateful for this platform. We're grateful for this man of God, Elder Bazaar, for his work and service in the kingdom and in the field. Amen. We're thankful for him. Be here myself. Amen. I'm grateful to be alive and to still on the battlefield for the Lord, preaching the word. Amen. We're praying for the lost souls. That's what's most important. Amen. It's important that we are continually reaching those that are lost. As I stated earlier, and as the Bible says, you know, God doesn't want nobody to be lost. Nobody. Amen. Nobody, brother. Everybody. Amen. But we know how that goes. Amen. But we're still going to take on the challenge and continue to preach the word and to preach the gospel to those that are lost, to those who don't believe. Amen. Because we know that we've had success. We've seen transition of souls. Amen. We've had people come up in church, you know, people that we may have witnessed to on the street, on the jobs. Amen. And within the family. Amen. We're grateful for for people's lives. So 
Hey, man, we're going to continue to fight the good fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this rapture before the gathering together, our Lord and Savior of the saints. Amen. Because, again, amen, we want to get as many people because a lot of things, and one thing I believe that people take lightly, amen, is their salvation, yeah. is their soul. Yeah. They don't know how terrible, how terrible the great tribulation is going to be. It's going to be a terrible time, amen, because Daniel stated it's over in the book of Jeremiah, and then Christ said it himself, amen, to his 12 disciples. It's going to be a time on this earth like no other time. We think mm-hmm. about the war, the earthquakes. Mm-hmm. We think about, you know, a lot of times because we're not currently in, in, a, in a trying situation, amen, we may see somebody else going through things, but the whole earth, the whole planet, Gonna feel it. Starvation. Not not just the poor. Everybody's gonna feel it. Starvation, earthquakes, darkness, demons roaming the earth. These are just some of the things that's gonna happen. War, like the book said, it's gonna be war. It's gonna be from the time that the church is gone. Amen. And and when we think of war, because I was uh, on one of my videos, I was um, I was studying. And I was thinking about the warfare. I know me and you had talked about this one time, but about the warfare. The warfare won't just be war. It won't just be jets and missiles and bombs and nuclear bombs and guns and gunfire. It won't just be that type of war. It's going to be a demonic war running across yeah. the country. Yeah. You're going to have warfare. More kidnapping is going to increase. More uh, women are going to be taken advantage of. Well, people are going to be killed. War with neighbors. Next door yeah, neighbors are going to be yeah. killed. People across the street. People in your city, your town. Racism is going to highly increase. And this is when come I believe on, the race on, war is going to happen. That's when yeah. the race war. People talk about the race war. It really, it's inevitable. These things will happen. All these things we've been talking about, it's inevitable. It's got to happen. It's going to happen. It's bound to happen. Amen. So, you know, that's when it's going to happen. When Christ, the Holy Spirit is going to step back. And Christ is going to come back. He's going to get the church and take the church out of this chaos. He's going to protect the church in, in this nonsense. Hey, man, there's a scripture I've been studying. I want to um, see if I can find this. It's a context in the Bible. And it amazed me when I found it. I'm going to say this real quick because I'm about to go off the air. It no, amazed no, no. me when I found it. Because it, was, it was talking about how God was going to protect. It's a reference. Uh, it's, it's a, I think it's a only a few chapters in this book, but it talks about, real quick, it just talks about how God is going to deliver <laughs> Israel during this time. Amen. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Amen. Amen. Well, Amen. Not nothing else. We'll be back next we'll Sunday be back. on the earth. I'll try to talk there. I'll, 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 we'll go ahead and come on for probably about an hour next Sunday. Okay. We'll go ahead and come on. We'll talk to Derek. See if we get it going, if we just have like a little discussion, see if we get people calling.